Alrighty, folks, welcome back to Behind the Buttons, coming to you live on tape from the bunker in Clifton Park. My name's Jack, and today I am joined by the Buttonista, Drew, Back Nine Bry, and we gotta say congratulations, Brian. You are officially back to Back Nine Bry. Yeah, I am. You know, it's it's been a long month. Um, that was, you know. It's been a I, long six months. It's been a long six months, right. Um, it, you know, after losing that competition, I never thought I'd be the same again. And then, you know, we, we pushed through, we made it, and back nine Bry is back, baby. Well, you were, you were uh, ninth place Bry. Ninth place. Ninth place Bry for six months on social media. How did it feel? Uh, you know, it wasn't awful. Um, <laughs> did anybody, did one person notice? Well, when I... Well, actually, before the competition or before the Steinholding competition, someone's like, "Don't be ninth place, Bry. Don't be ninth place, Bry." And uh, I became ninth place, Bry. Got a couple, you know, you know, chirps from some people. Oh, what's up, ninth place? But like, nothing too serious. I can, I can wear it. So that's good. Well, we're here at the bunker in Clifton Park, one of their four locations now. And ooh, come on in with the pizza. Look at this. Mm. They've got some delightful food, mm. delightful drinks. And we are here in the brand new dart room. Yeah, not a fart room. It's a dart room. Don't don't fart in the dart room. It's about nope. the size of a podcast studio, but it's perfect for this. I think we are crushing it with this new setup here. It looks like they got rid of a bit of the kitchen where these pizzas come from. But um, if you're coming here to Clifton Park, what you got to do is order from the Two Buttons Deep menu with our specialty cocktails. And I got a funny story about this. I was here couple weeks ago with my parents. We came here just to do some golf, hanging out. And my mom loved this, seeing this menu with our logo on it. And she, we're walking out of here and she's like, I can see her face is all, all squiggly. And she's like, I'm stealing a menu. And I'm like, mom, come on. And then by the time we got home, she lost it. Oh my God. Oh, she lost it. Did it go out the window? I've, I have no idea. More questions than answers on that one. Damn, I feel like she just had a birthday, but next time you're going to have to frame this for her and have her unwrap it. I know you're a fan of unusual gifts, yeah. and I feel like that would be a good one. Everybody was trying to take shit from the golden buttons. Two buttons deep paraphernalia is going to, you know, it's going to come a thing sooner or later, and your mom's at the forefront of it. Okay, well, I might steal this one. Yeah, hopefully she's, she's also your mom is also a signature uh, glass dealer, which I really appreciate. We do that in my family. If you're at a really cool diner, or restaurant, and you just see a cup or any kind of dishware that you vibe with, like what's a little taken off the top going to do? No big deal. They're no the skin best. Off their and back. They become your favorite glasses. Hundred percent. I purposely every morning when I when I grab a pint glass. Grab my beer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I favor the ones I have stolen because I have a, a, a core memory and uh, way better than paying full price. So it sounds like the Carpenter family may be on the shit list this year. So. <laughs> Only if they were caught on camera. No. Um, well, speaking of shit list, uh, every, every episode we kick off with Peaker Pits. And it's been a few weeks since we've had this show. So I'm curious to hear, Brian, what's your Peaker Pit of the Month? All right, so my peak of the month, I mean, I'm not going to say golden buttons even though it was the peak, but my peak was probably going down January 1st, going to see my Giants clinch. Obviously, it didn't end the way we wanted it to, but first playoff berth in six years, Giants blew them out. It was, it was just an awesome time with my friends. Five games this year, by the way. Five games. I might become a season ticket holder next year. We'll what see. are they paying you at well. that right. school? That's pretty impressive. 
Yeah, it was more moving home. So. A lot of tickies. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, we will be at the bunker for the Super Bowl. They got floor to ceiling, TVs all over the place, so we'll be having a good time right here. Drew? So my, I got a pit, So and it's with uh, all the dentists out there. I've had like three root canals this month, and it was trash. And like the last one that I had, this is the thing that – the dentist told me before she was going to work on my mouth, she's like, I'm going to go use the bathroom real quick. And I don't need to know that you're going to use the bathroom. You're a dentist and you're going to put your oh my God. hands in my mouth. Even if you wash your hands and put gloves on it, I st- it just didn't sit right with me. So that was my Oh, pen. then she was all up in your mouth. Yeah. So oh. it's like, but the dentist. And then it's like, you hope she didn't wipe. When she came back, I told her, I said, yo, for the future, you can't be telling us that you're going to go use the bathroom. It's like, worse if she wiped. That's what I meant. What do you mean? <laughs> like that, that, if she that her hands number- were in proximity. Yeah, yeah, but if you if you don't wipe, you're not washing because you think you, you didn't do anything wrong yeah, in Yeah, but there. then your hands are cleaner and in Drew's mouth. Drew, I'm going to say that she probably had the cleanest hands she could have because she went to the bathroom. I don't know. I feel like she probably thought the rubber gloves would. She's like, ah, I don't got to probably wash my hands. <laughs> Listen, I'm on Medicaid, so you, they're, they're cutting corners. So she, uh, may have, she may have not, you know, washed hands and just threw the rubber gloves over. And But it just it just didn't sit right with me. So, yeah. Wow. So I'm just wondering when, like, you, you approached the dentist with that. Did she just, like, hit you with the laughing gas and just, like, put you to sleep? Like, just <laughs> we don't was get a different type of gas. We don't get laughing gas. We don't get <laughs> <laughs> We're awake the whole time, so. True. Uh, yeah, All yeah. right, what was more money? Brian's five games at the Giants or your three root canals in one month? I don't know, man. Jeez, good I thing we don't offer insurance here anyways. <laughs> oh, my Taylor? God. Well, Drew, first, like, we... We have a lot of dentists and orthodontists that want to work with us. So maybe we can help you out this year because nobody else wants to be involved in that kind of content. But if we have a personality to match, I know you said you don't want braces, but maybe we'll manifest that. I like my gap. I I like like, the gap, too. I like my gap. So I'm Mm going to keep that, you know. But uh, no, I've just been cleaning everything up. And maybe I just need to find a new person. She just rubbed me. the, The root canals, she was doing good in the beginning. It just was the her telling me that she's going to use the bathroom oh. and the way that she just, like, handles the situation. It's just, like, that was my pet. Wolf. Wow. Taylor? You know, I'm the worst at this. It's been a whole month. Our whole life has been consumed with work right off the bat. I will say a pit. Uh, yesterday I tried to be a good person and make a smoothie, and I poured a significant amount of half and half in instead of almond milk. And that was devastating. And on the plus side of peak is I got the most phenomenal dress from Circles that is in my closet waiting for a future gala that did not debut in January 2023. Did you drink the smoothie? No, I threw it out. Thank God I caught myself. But I had a carton of half and half and a carton of almond milk. And I'm like, I'm being healthy. Spinach, frozen fruit. I learned how to make smoothies last year at Collar City Cold Press. I was using my skills. And I'm like, this doesn't look right. And it's fucking half and half. Like, you're getting slapped in the face of trying to be healthy. It's just telling me, don't do it. Oh, also, I had a very successful damp January. That's what I was thinking of. Well, cheers but to that. But it could be off the off the table now that I'm a drinking damp, a cold snap. A damp January? Is damp that- January was the new thing. So, like, people do sober January, dry January. Damp. But all I was trying to do was not drink during the week. Okay, so, no enough, weekday yep. drinking. No unnecessary, like, what we're doing right now. And I did very, very well. So it was damp. I still drank on the weekends if we had an occasion. But yeah, it was good. I feel actually very accomplished for that. 
Good. Yeah. My Ryan, peak. No, I didn't stop this. My peak. I uh, might have been a pit. I told this story at the Golden Buttons about my water slide world expedition. That was obviously a great video, but what people didn't know is I had to do it three times to get the shot and everything that we needed. And the second time down, I lost my beloved sunglasses. And we didn't realize until after the shoot was over, we were downtown and I and we had to review the footage to see where the sungla- sunglasses went missing. It was after my second run down, which meant they were at the bottom of that godforsaken pool. So we literally snuck back into Waterslide World just for me to get these glasses because I bought them at a thrift store in Kingston and I knew I could never get them again. So I literally went back into that muck, picked it out, and they they got bent in the process. So they've never been quite right ever since. And I went to Kingston two weeks ago, went back to that thrift store, and they had the same exact pair of glasses. Nice. After all that. So are they not vintage? Or are they just like cheap sunglasses they sell at the thrift store? Very Yeah, they're very cheap. They're plastic. Like why I went to this great lengths for a $20 pair of plastic glasses is beyond me. But they're something like I've never seen before. And now they fit right, so I feel check, like Harry Potter. Check Dollar Tree, too. That's where I go for my sunglasses. They got good dollars, you know? And they're, Gas station they're, sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> like, Dollar Tree's got good sunglasses, so. No That's kidding. crazy you went back to find the fucking sunglasses. I called it that day. I'm looking at you at the freaking restaurant. I'm like, he's not going to be satisfied unless he gets these so glasses. So would you just put your feet on the ground and shimmy across until you kick something? Oh, I was, I was like, no, because there was a bunch of muck on the bottom. So I was literally like, wading around in the water with my hands like i went like you know when people are like did you bring fish. gloves uh did you did i have gloves no i didn't even have shoes on bro i you know when people are going for like catfish and they're like in the water and then they just come up with the fish that oh, was yeah, i want to do that that was me <laughs> looking for my sunglasses at the bottom of water slide world That's wild. and then i think the biggest kick in the face after that whole shoot was you know we I think we told a story on this show, but we hopped the fence getting in there. And it was about a six to seven foot fence, which when you're approaching 30 is not as easy as it was when you were a kid. And it was after we left, after we hopped over, bring the scooter over, which ain't light, uh, go in, get my sunglasses on our final way out. We realized the gates weren't locked at all. Could have just opened the door. We hopped that damn fence for nothing. And a $20 pair of sunglasses. Hey, it all works out at the end. Just like the Golden Button Awards. What a whirlwind we just went through over the last couple of weeks, setting up the second annual Golden Button Awards, a night of unnecessary elegance for very unnecessary awards. Our own Hollywood-style show that ended up being phenomenal. I think we're all pretty happy with how it went. I think, you know, we, we live for the in-person experience. We sold out the Madison Theater, and now they're streaming online, so check out all the clips on our page. But just truly a phenomenal event that I think is going to be a staple of something that we do every year and try and one-up every year and really accomplish our core mission here at Two Buttons Deep of evolving the creative economy here in upstate New York and making people have something to be proud of and showcase and show up for. And... Uh, I just want to know, you know, we don't need to recap every detail of it, but what was your favorite part of the event? Well, if I can say Miller Lights, it was probably Miller Lights. But <laughs> no, I, how many I, did you have over under? 
I had to say like seven, probably. It was you're pretty good. You're doing yeah. karaoke by the end of the uh, night. So I was. You're a few buttons deep. Yeah, a couple people bought me bought me some too. I'm like, I can get my own. That's fine. But I'll, I'll take the free Miller, you know. Um, but no, I just think it was an overall great night. Just being able to see all these new faces, meeting these new people. I got a dance with Barb from Huffman's Car Wash, which Taylor, I know you're familiar with that. So mm-hmm. uh, it was great to meet her. She was so sweet, and just like other people that you know appreciate what we do in the capital region. So just being able to meet new people, I think was the best part. I kind of blacked out up on stage. So you did, you did great. You guys both crushed it. I didn't know if anyone was going to get nervous talking, but I think everyone was calm, cool and collected. Yeah. I, when I rewatched the golden buttons, I was like, Damn, that was actually like not a bad speech. I was like, I did, I did pretty good to more cosplay, you know. So <laughs> yeah, you challenged, you laugh. challenged everybody. You you, cha- you won the uh, the best costume award, and the joke there was that you were the only nominee. Yeah, <laughs> that was we every every nominee was you in a different costume. So you knew at the top of the show you're going home with at least one one golden button. Yeah, Drew. Um, my peak or my thing that I remember the most that I thought was the illest thing about the show, the fact that Gary had did some trash talking hella loud, the fact that the president of Stewart's got involved and was just having fun. It was just so cool to see that. Yeah. I've never seen that side of Gary, so it was just funny to for him to just holler out and just kind of roast Brian a little bit. It was funny. Yeah, I thought about like what I could have said after. I go, I should have just told someone to like bring him back to the retirement home. Like just put him, just put him, <laughs> oh put him back. God. I should have roasted him. <laughs> that would have got you fired. That's true. <laughs> I love Gary though. We had, we had a great well, time. So you get up there and because uh, you were the only nominee, you said, I wonder who is going to win. And then he shot out from the crowd and he said, it's the only thing you ever won. Yeah, it was yeah. so like, le- <laughs> it was so random. So back to the back, not back ninth place. Bra, he, he was in on the joke. He was. Love he, it. Yeah. Love Gary. Oh, okay. Okay. That's funny. That's funny. I T- like that. I like Taylor, that. you go first. Um, I think it's gotta be, uh, well, honestly, my favorite part was the fact it wasn't a total catastrophe because 10 minutes before it was looking like it. We, uh, we went the day before to do a dry run, which is like the most important thing you need to do with live events is run through it. Make sure the tech works, make sure everything is in order. And it's at a movie theater. And they had told us that, yes, we can come through, use the, the theater. Um, he's like, you know, there's a movie there, but no one's bought tickets. So, you know, you guys can use it. So we come from all over Schenectady, Saratoga to do a dry run or a tech check. I don't know how no one has coined tech check before, but I'm going to coin that. I like that's way better than a dry run tech check. We're there to do a tech check and we get there and the owner, Kevin, very nice guy, but he's just like, I'm sorry, but two people just came in and bought tickets to watch this movie and he couldn't reserve the the theater for us. Like there's all these legalities about uh, streaming movies. So we literally could not do our tech check. We did a, uh, a dry run of the presentation just like in the lobby by ourselves and what we couldn't check is trying the computer which we had done in weeks past so we knew it was possible uh but the day of jonah's getting set up up top literally 15 minutes before we're, we're we plug in his computer and it's like not playing sound it's skipping the video and there's just no literally no solution in sight and the crowd is up in the lobby. 
Our plan B is literally to roll in a television at a movie theater and show it on the television, which would be on par for our company. Um, but did a Hail Mary computer switch, ran out, took my computer that was on the TV out front entertaining the people, just yanked it, brought it upstairs, and by the grace of the, the Lord, it worked. Right. Yeah. So that, that felt good. Other part was granny winning. That was big. Taylor said there was going to be riots in the street if Granny did not win for her Oktoberfest performance, and she was right. That's we what I heard from you and Hannah. She had some stage moms and dads that were off screen oh, yeah. really pulling for her to win. But, I mean, I've said this before as we recap other live events, but I think my favorite part, and it was really obvious to me this time, is really only something that we know in this room, which is how many details actually had to be put together to make this event look legit. And we could have cut corners too and not had sort of that like pomp and circumstance, but the way that it was presented when somebody walked in or is watching it, seeing it on social media unfold is a lot of fucking work. You know, I mean, we just all in this room contribute to that. And so maybe like the mom and me or the girl, I'm like, wow, I'm, we're so organized. Like we got flowers, we got balloons, we got photographers. Like you have to consider all the work. And Jack kind of said it perfectly is like, it looks like it took more than a few people to put this together. It looks like we had a freaking crew there all day and all night to make it look legit. And like Brian said, just getting interaction from fans in person. I think, you know, we are a social media company. I know people's social media handles more than I know their real names in terms of who I talk to on social media in the DMs and whatnot. But to actually get people out of their houses in the middle of the winter, find parking, worry about the weather. People were dressed up in sparkles and, you know, totally playing with the theme. Like they're doing that for us. And that should not be lost on us that, you know, we are entertainers, not only when you're bored, scrolling, sitting on the toilet, but like people want to come out and see us. And I think that should propel all of our energy moving forward, that we have the power to do that and command a crowd. And that is something that, you know, you can have a podcast, you can do whatever, but you not might might not be able to do that. So the fact that we did that, um, I just love now having this as a memory and just the, the professionalism of it all was definitely my favorite part by far. I didn't even really think about the fact that we were going to win awards. Like you, Jack, like you said to me right before the video of the year, which was our last award, Jack looks at me and I just figured that Jack was going to win because he was nominated for most of the categories. And he's like, if you win, like just wrap up, wrap up the show after I'm like, if you win, like you just wrap up the show after and we're kind of like going back and forth, like who's going to wrap up the show. And I'm like, it's just going on so fast. And then they say our name. I'm like, I got to go. Like, I didn't even think about that. There's so many other details. It's actually, you know, people might look at it and think it's all about us. I don't even think we even cared about the awards. It's really mm -hmm. about the people, the event, the photography. Like it's about all of that. All the other shit on stage is just silly and fun, but like to just pull it off the way we did and be able to all still go home with something and have those memories is second to none for me. I was really, really fucking impressed. Oh, for sure. I mean, the podium was held up by a straw. So <laughs> <laughs> we, like, it was an official. A literal it a, straw. It was official, like, and we pulled it off. Like, I yeah. just want to know what everyone else is thinking. Like, people are looking at these pictures going, what? Like, what was that? Like, I don't think people could wrap their heads around it if they didn't go, you know? The one thing I think people would take away from it is they want to go next year because mm -hmm. that's how that's how it looked. Like, I had a, oh, I'll be there next year. Like, oh, that looks so much fun. And I gave away my tickets like six hours before the show. Uh, 
pit of the week. I'm not going to get into it, but got got cold shouldered. And, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up, so maybe a lucky lady will come around this month. Brian. Oh, we got a great idea for you. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, boy. costume of the year 2023 is coming up quick. Yeah, that's basically it now. It's like everything we do is, is now leading up to the golden buttons. When yeah. was the last time you wore a diaper? Yeah. Nah, nah, <laughs> diaper, nah. Nah, that's a line. There's a line. I'm going to draw it right, right now. It's like, a a, it's like a diaper-esque. How about Jesus. a toga? I got to see. I got to see. I got to see. A toga. Okay. Would you be open to the idea of being a, uh, like a Valentine that someone can order to an office and you show up wearing something sexy? Mm. Sexy. Okay. <laughs> Sexy, white, white tux, Mr. Formal, no, right? Like white diaper I got type. Think of that more Chippendales. Good old, good old Depends. Uh, Chippendales like meets Cupid. Mr. Formal. Like I'm Cupid. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I, I, I would like a nice kissing booth, but, uh, you know, we can, we can. It's 2023. We can't do kissing booths. True. True. Um, Are you game for that though? Because that we'll, was talked about in some meetings today. We'll, we'll t- yeah, we'll we'll talk. Well, we'll we're talk. talking right now. What, what, co- all right, all right. Well, I, I'd like the full breakdown after this. I just I got to see the diaper. What I'm going to be it's wearing? It's not a diaper. It's not a diaper. <laughs> you guys Don't are worry. saying diaper like it's no, whatever Cupid wears. But you're a cherub, like, a little cherub. How about, how about he rock like a white tee? You know what I mean? You can, no, we got to we'll, get the chest no, hair we'll, out. We'll there. figure something. The chest hair. We'll figure it out. Wife I'm beater. Gonna, we just picture you as like. You know, you're Cupid, and Cupid's arrow is going to go out throughout the capital region and bring some cheer to Valentine's and meet some special people along well, the way. I, well, I have like a Nerf, like bow and arrow that yes. I can just like yeah. shoot. People. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Whatever you want. Right. Roses from Stewart's the whole nine. Roses, okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. The whole back right. nine. The whole back nine. Okay, yeah. I like it. I like All right. it. So he agreed to it. Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. We'll we'll talk details later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I think the biggest thing, biggest biggest noise maker at the Golden Buttons was Rowdy. The yep. mother freaking rat. We got him. We got the OG costume from the River Rats, which is just the most full circle moment that could have ever happened. The last episode here was literally us debating the the Reddit rats who got us a cease and desist for making River Rats merch. And now, just what a middle finger. <laughs> Bringing out Rowdy the fucking rat. As the long as that can't one. be up for costume of the year, because that would sweep the competition True. next no. year. That's not a costume. That's a mask. Yeah. No, that's lifestyle. I mean, that's, that's as real, real as it gets. That's yeah. like Disney shit right there. Yeah. Shout out Tim, who did a great job inside it because it is not easy wearing that thing. I put the I put the mat hat on. Mat hat? Rat hat. And there is like half an inch of mesh that you get to look through. So how somebody operated on skates with this thing back in the day is all that impressive. But he he said he watched like a 20 minute YouTube, like YouTube university thing of how to be a good mascot. He got into it. Roger, our security guy had the light on him. It was just, it was just what a magnificent moment that I don't know how we're going to They top. should both be hired. I mean, that's some next level shit. Like that's just the commitment that we needed. Cause when we had the idea to get rowdy, we're like, who's going to be in it? Like we're running a tight ship. We don't have staff on hand to really help with this event. We're all locked in. So like we almost didn't scrap it. We would come up with something, but we didn't know how we were going to execute it. And then if we had the wrong person in there, it could have really fallen flat. But the reaction, we did a freaking t-shirt toss. I mean, that was genius. That was a last minute idea. Billy Floyd, uh, Mr. Adirondack Thunder Sleeping Spas. He's up there catching the freaking t-shirts. I mean, it just, it was literally like a real event. The hype video that Jonah put together. I mean, we really do have shit up our sleeves all the time. And it's those details that, again, elevate. We didn't have to do that. 
you know, we didn't have to have somebody come up and present that award with us on stage, but we fucking go there. We just take it to that level. And Rowdy, he's part of the family now. And, yeah. And just like Jack said, we didn't get to do the drive run or the test run or something. So Taylor and Rowdy was freestyling out there, just <laughs> going back and forth. Like, that was that was one take. You know what I mean? The category before, you're looking at me like, is Rowdy ready? And I'm like, I, I told him what categories before. So I, I hope he's back there getting dressed. <laughs> like, we literally went in blind. Had no idea if he was going to pop out. No, I had no idea if he was getting changed, if he had any cues. Like, yeah. you know, like we were basically communicating with no phones once the show started. Jonah was up top manning the whole production, like no lifeline. And that really was like kind of crazy because we just sat down and we were the show, but we were also watching the show and it just worked out. So nobody gave him a cue? No, before the he show, knew I'm, like, himself? I'm like, hey, man, oh, this is, is this is fish. when you come out. Uh, here's two categories before. That's when you should be ready. And wow. good luck. He probably wow. stole a program like your mom stole Jonah, a I, yeah. You didn't give him the cue, Jonah? I thought, oh, I thought Jonah did it. Wow. Tim is Tim is a real one for that. Shout out to Tim. For yeah, real. 100%. Martin Harding and Mazzotti. It's the last time I'll ever say those words. Wow. I say it every night before I go to bed. <laughs> Our friends have officially rebranded in what may be the most controversial rebrand of all time. They are now just Harding Mazzotti. Say it three times, Jack. Harding Mazzotti. Harding Mazzotti. Harding Mazzotti. There we go. No and. I said and in one of our last videos, and uh, it's not and, and I have to clarify something for Taylor. Martin is not dead. He is simply retired. It's not just for me. A lot of people thought he had passed away. And it, it, when, I, when she brought it up, I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure he just retired. And then I was looking on the internet, and it was 50-50 everywhere in the comments. Yeah, no, he died in 2019. No, he retired in 2019. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> how is Martin not spoken up about this? But um, if you don't know, the heavy hitters are officially now just Harding and Mazzotti. No. no! <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to send you a cease and desist again. There you go. Harding, Mazzotti. It's okay. hard, but listen, this is a little it's bit of, it's a, it's a, it's harding. Yeah. This is a culture shift. And it's like, yeah. it's just, we've just been having so many talks of the nostalgic brands of the capital region, things that we know and love just by theme songs and jingles and whatnot. And this clearly falls in the category before we even had any relationship with them on the business side. So dropping the and is going to take some coaching. That's really like the, uh, the meme we made. We had the Justin Timberlake social network meme yep. where he says, drop the, the, but it was drop the Martin should have added. And drop, drop the Martin and drop the Martin, Martin and <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I mean, there's just like, it is confusing because they had three people on the billboards. Now there's only two, but there's more people that work at the law firm. Their office is like, uh, it's like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It's two stories. It's beautiful. They have a merch shop. So there's so much more than just the faces of the company that you see. So I think as a regular person on the street, you expect the name to reflect like the big dogs, but there's a lot of heavy hitters at the heavy hitters. Yeah, I think they have not just those two. over a hundred and they don't just have a merch store. They have a free merch store, which is something I hope we can get to one day. If we have a physical headquarters of just having a free take and go merch store. Wow. 
I, I took just full for, advantage. Just for yeah. anybody to come in and take? I mean, it's or more just like business. Like their clients. clients. It's like, clients. Yeah. clients. Got, got oh, it. but Jack took full advantage. I oh, think he yeah. took one of everything from cool, their cool. store. I was for like, you guys, too. I, you I know, gave it I got to you, right? I got a tea. I got a yeah. tea. I was kicking him under the desk. I'm like, what are you doing? But, I mean, I actually did just see the Stewarts in Malta on the circle. Savelle, baby. Oh, that one? Uh-huh. Ooh. They just built a new one like a couple blocks away. That's our dream. That's our dream. Building a headquarter in a former Stewart's shell. Could manifest that. We almost pulled the trigger on that last year. That would have been highly irresponsible use of our funds. Yeah, no. Glad we didn't do that. However, that's more like a 2030 goal, I think. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Um, But speaking of uh, notable jingles, not going to give it away, but there's another company with a great all-time jingle that Taylor might be going undercover with next next week or so. Mm. So stay tuned for that. But uh, the last one you did was with CDTA. Our friends, you got your own your own time behind the wheel, driving the big boy bus, as Drew says. How'd it feel? That's a big girl bus. That is like <laughs> a freaking something, again, I've always wanted to do. That's why I love the series Undercover Botanista. It's just like Undercover Boss. I get to go and spend the day in the life of a different career. And when you see CDTA operate across the Capital Region, rain or shine, does it not cross your mind to think, how the hell do they do that? Like driving a bus is doesn't look easy. But when you get behind the wheel of one, you realize it is pretty much like maybe 2% similar to driving a car. So I was shocked that they trusted me, but we were on like a special training course with one of the most special guys I've ever met. People were texting me. My dad was like, that guy that you was in your video looked amazing. Like he was awesome. Like just the kind of guy that you would trust with your life. I don't know how people trusted me with theirs as they were passengers on the bus. <laughs> all the trainees from that day were I, riding along. I, I was, was going like, to say, all, the, all the trainees, Harding, Mazzotti, they were Harding, like, Mazzotti. Please, we had, they were, the heavy hitters were, had to be somewhere in spirit or otherwise up in a tree waiting for something to oh, go Oh, no, wrong. they were like, oh, yeah, Taylor's the, on the wheel. Let's go. That's why I always <laughs> thought they wanted to work with me is that I was like primed to get in some sort of accident. But it really was a wild experience. There's like so many buttons and levers and the way that you steer it's called steer from the rear so like the whole driving experience depends on your back tires which like I hardly even like turn around when I back out you know I just can't even reach I don't really turn fully away but you have to watch what your back tires are doing to be able to even move the bus so like you're kind of distracted by how big it's like a bug's life. You can just see everything in front, but you don't even look at it. So it was wild. I parallel parked. Mm. I hit a ton of cones. I spun that thing like a freaking pizza pie. I mean, it was just, <laughs> it was a one of a kind opportunity. And at the end of the day, they said I possibly had what it takes. Possibly. Possibly. No, they definitely said I did. I mean, anybody can learn it. And that's kind of the beauty of yeah. it, right? Is like anybody can learn it, but you can't just go in and be like, oh, I've driven a golf cart before I could drive a bus. Like, it's not like that at all. And it's, isn't isn't the wheel kind of like almost like you're spinning? It's a literally, it literally like, looks like just this like table. this. Right. It literally looks just like this. So it's pretty much like parallel. It's flat. So you're like spinning it like this. My wingspan is not that great. So I'm just like full turn here. Jonah's like almost like in the rear view to the point where I'm like, am I going to hit him? Like, what's going on here? Um, you were not on the bus. Or, no, you were on the I bus. I was in the bus. Okay, good. What do you. Pfft. I was right there. Yeah, you were my there. Way. She was you focused. Were there. She was First focused. time she hit the, the, the brakes, I almost went through the windshield. 
<laughs> my what was, was I on the bus? He was in. You were in my way a little bit. I was having trouble steering from oh, the rear. Oh, it was rear. my fault. Yeah. Yeah, with you in the way. But yeah, no, it was a great opportunity. I'm just glad they trust me to do that stuff. Yeah, I'm impressed with how locked in their drivers are all over. You just have like to you're, be. you're talking about, like seeing them all the time. And don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure when we did their, an interview with their CEO, Carm, he said they have never been in an accident that was their fault. I believe that. Which means like that's how good their training and expectations are. Like you can't you can't slack on that job. You can't you can't well, text. Well, because every can't do anything every wrong. cone essentially is a car. So like I hit I would have hit probably half a dozen cars in a forty five minute training period. So you really are looking at everything else going behind you and the fact that you don't even have to like I didn't even have to worry about who's inside the bus. But you have a ton of people's lives on there people chit-chatting getting into argument who knows what goes on and public transportation that's for better or for worse but like you also have to keep people safe it's like being a school bus driver i had a couple of people reach out and say do you want to do this for like a school bus as well <laughs> um which is another thing that like i just when you see people driving big vehicles no matter what they are like i've always wanted to drive like a rental or uh, like a moving truck i don't know why i just want to like be up there like i just want to see it and now I'm actually checking those things off the list. So if anybody wants me to go undercover, I'm pretty much open to anything. Well, it's a good thing they didn't take you out there to uh, go underneath the Glenville Bridge. Yeah, I was just about to say. Glenville <laughs> yeah. Bridge has already been hit once this year. We're doing an official tracker, and I want to place a bet that we're going to participate in, as well as anybody watching, for $100 at Stewart's. If you can guess how many times the Glenville Bridge will be hit in 2023, if you guess the right number, you'll have a chance to win the $100 of all the people who guessed the right number. So in 2022, it hit 13, according to our counting. Oh, so I want your official bet. For 2023, we're already one deep, February 1st. What's your bet? Man, I, I'm going to go 13 last year. People have to learn at some point. I'm, I'm still going to go 10. I'm going to go double digits. I'm going to go 10. 10? 10, Mark. Drew? I'm going 9. 9? I actually just saw a quote on TV from the Glenville Bridge. It says, I'll cut right to the point. I'm retiring for good. Oh, shit. That was Tom Brady, actually. But I thought maybe this would be the year that the Glenville Ridge retired. Forgot. My, my eyesight's not good here in the dart room. But I was actually going to say 13, but I forgot. That must have been already living in my head. I'm going to go 9. 9? Nine? 9. What did you say? 9. Oh, fuck. Maybe I wasn't paying. I was trying to tee up the Tom Brady joke. Um, uh, shit. Uh, I mean, she. I guess you, you can pick the same nut. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I just. I probably just said that because it was in my brain. Okay, um, okay. I'm gonna go. I'll do eleven. Can I do 11? eleven? What'd you say? You 10. said 10. 10. All right, eleven. I'm gonna go with thirteen. Oh fuck! It's one of my lucky just... numbers. I think uh, it's gonna be consistent. Things gonna be much heavier through the summer. Uh, this last one was our first nighttime hit that we've we've had on record so people are getting creative with how they do it i don't think they're learning it's mostly people from canada who are not following two buttons deep certainly zero followers of two buttons deep will hit the bridge but our sticker is still up there from when i planted it this uh over the summer i get to drive through it now that i live in schenectady and when i go up north so um my official bet is 13 place yours in the comments and time will tell I like, I like 10. <laughs> Love it. All right. So Drew got his first two buttons deep trip experience. We went out to Turning Stone Casino to watch Abraham Supernova smoke his competition. It was a great fight. Great night. 
Um, and just kind of want to unwind uh, what you thought traveling with us, snuggling with Jonah at the Super 8, and uh, <laughs> what we thought of Verona, New York. Um, so, first off, my, uh, how my thinking of a road trip is smoking and listening to hip-hop the whole way. And that's why I fell asleep in the back. You know what I mean? You guys' music be putting me to sleep sometimes. You know what I mean? So I fell asleep on the way there, put the headphones right, in. That's our first debate. We almost <laughs> took this public, but I felt bad filming you sleeping. Drew did not tell us he was going to start listening to his own music Bro, and zone out you guys- in a car ride. Is that rude to do when you're on a road trip with other people? I'd like, not. Not a, you don't announce it. You just lock in in your own world. And we were talking to him, not knowing he wasn't bro, hearing the music, us. The music was, it was. He I, didn't we, like Sammy Ray. Okay. Bro, that's not road trip music, man. We get hype. <laughs> we get hype. We're going to, to go see a fight. And I get in the car and it's just like, like music on like Juno or that one movie. Like, <laughs> it's like really like, like, yeah, sad music going up. And I'm like, nah, I can't get with that. I don't know. I'm kind of with Drew. I feel like this is actually, it's a bigger topic because road trips are such a, like, it's such a turn thing. up. But yeah. like, you got to know what people are like to travel with. You figure it out. Sometimes it's uncomfortable. I think especially anything under the premise of a work trip, like there's some anxiety and some nerves. Like, can I travel with this person? It could be like the first time you're dating somebody and you go away for the weekend. Like being able to travel well with others is a huge thing. And like little, like, you know, ticks and quirks about music and how people sleep. Like when Jack and I went to Buffalo, he woke up and he just started stretching. Like, just like. What's wrong with the morning stretch? It was just like, it just threw me off. But you have to be able to like, I mean, you were just doing downward dog in these like very thin pants. And I'm just like, what's going on? It was just like, I don't know. But you just learn things. You learn so much about people while traveling. And I think. It's good that you got into the mix because we want to do more of this shit. Like, I think last year we were on high after Buffalo and then we didn't really go anywhere else. Because I do just, downward dog. You don't yeah, want to travel with me. Yeah, because you do downward dog at, in the early morning we hours. We had Atlantic City, too. Unannounced. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you guys did Atlantic I'm City. probably but downward like, dog there. But we got to get a good road trip like Mojo going. And I believe the playlist is important because we listen to Edamame. One of my favorite songs still to this day on the way out to Buffalo. So vibes got to be high. But maybe it's rude to tune out too early without telling anybody. All right. That was a long way of saying, yes, that's rude. Sure. Well, this okay. weekend, this weekend. All right, is, it rude, is it rude to tune out without telling people? Well, this is, this is my story. I'm okay. My, yeah, it's a complicated I'm in the question. Seat, by the way, I'm not in the, I'm yeah, that's, them, that does I'm matter. Chilling, yeah, I'm chilling in the back. That does you know matter. I mean? I'm chilling in the back. Like. But um, I, I went to New Haven, Connecticut this weekend. Guy's trip. My, my buddy's girlfriend was away. Check out the new crib. By the way, incredible pizza in New Haven. Have you ever been there? Yeah. Yale, that's beautiful true. campus. Um, We're on our way home, and my buddy asks me, he goes, he's like, do you want the passenger or the back? And I go, I'm going to take shotgun. And he like gives like a fist pump. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, we, we didn't even leave that early. It was a long weekend, constant drinking, but... I turn around within 10 minutes of the trip. My buddy has like a ninja headband 
but it's a t-shirt tied around his eyes, <laughs> hand in his pants, oh. leaning on my bag. And he slept for the whole two and a half hours <laughs> home. And I'm like, dude, I, I got like pictures of me just like getting him in the bag. I was like, he's still going two and a half hours, a full ride home. So here I am exhausted watching the, the football games on Sunday and he's probably full energy after getting another two and a half. So I regret wow. my decision on not taking the bag. Every seat in the car has a certain responsibility as passengers mm-hmm. for sure. And the back seat is the cop out for sure. I'm a really good passenger, by the way. I, I'll, I'll play music. I'll the keep him up. I'll, I like, like to know him. that. Yeah. You obviously think it's rude. So let's ask you. I, listen, I turn up. I, I smoke. I smoke a lot. of I smoke. So I, we couldn't smoke in the car. So, you know, it's... You know, so, uh, and then we wasn't bumping. So I was just like, I'm yeah, but you didn't say we're not bumping. True. I but guess we just have different tastes of music. Yeah. And yeah, that's okay. yeah. 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 That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would have f- fallen asleep if we put your music on and that would have been worse because I was driving. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. By the way, the white stripes are on the Juno soundtrack. So don't, don't yeah, I think Juno soundtrack kind of slaps. No, it's sleepy time for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, we paused halfway. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. let's talk about the hotel because that was okay, an interesting yep. situation. We booked, we, we planned this probably 48 hours before the event. And at that point, all four of Turning Stones hotels were completely booked, 100% booked. And the only option was a Super 8 about three miles away. And it was said it was smoking and all that just for like 120 nice bucks. So I'm like, all right, back to my tour days. Here we go. Three guys, one room. Let's get it. And we show up to this place absolutely just it's it is what you're envisioning and there's nobody there not a single person there's get there's one other guest nobody at the front desk and we're trying to get to this fight what do you do i love the video you post where you're calling the desk and you can just hear it ringing and nobody's there we tried we exhausted all our, our all of our options what did you do we walked all around we called and Probably like what? Twenty minutes later, he he. Some guy just. Sh- I don't even know where he showed up from, but he showed up. <laughs> Did he well, work there? I thought I, I didn't care. A, a few years ago, I actually took a trip to Turning Stone, and when I saw that video, I lit. I I was like, "This room looks familiar." Wait, no one's at the desk. I literally stayed at that same exact Super Eight motel a few years ago, and nobody was there. So it must what? be a common trend. It must just be ran by like company one protocol. Yeah. So this was one of my bonding situations with Jack. I was hyped that he picked the little shitty shack. I like shacking up and like random nasty joints like that. You know what I mean? And he got the smoking room. So I'm like, oh, it's, it's good. He, you know, he hooked it up for me. But we get there. It is janky. I like janky. And the guy wasn't picking up the, the phone and stuff. The guy was weird. Uh, room smelt. Ooh, room what smelt do we got here? And all that. How are we doing, guys? Uh, this is an Adirondack Old Fashioned. Adirondack Old Fashioned. Are you from Yankee Distillers? Yes, I am. Oh, wow. love it. bitters, uh, maple syrup, and our five-year-old bourbon. Ooh. What are you guys up to back there? Uh, we're recording a podcast right here, right I now. And you're just, you're just bombing. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you come to the bunker. Sometimes people just pop up, give you some oh. shots. RIP to that one. Yeah, but, I know. I know. I well, appreciate You guys are off eggs at 10, right? Love it. Well, We've cheers to you. Love it. It's a good spot. We know Joe yeah, Bell. for sure. Yeah. Joe Bonilla. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out Joe Bell. Yes, he's there relentless. That's for sure. Cheers. Take Thanks so much. Cheers. Thank yes. you. Cheers. Boom. Nice little see, cheers. great environment here. I love I, to see I love the, the bunker. bunker. We have been messing with the bunker ever since they first opened up in Gilderland. Now they're in Clifton Park, New Hartford, all over the place. And it's literally just one of the coolest places to be because sometimes they just pop up and give you shots. Cheers. Yes, sir. Andy's Greenbush, too. Oh, that's one. good. 
Wow. East Greenbush. Yeah, that's Ooh. probably where we'll watch the Super Bowl. But Wow, that was very um, good. Yeah, Janky Hotel. You guys, thank you for taking... And it was only a double bed. <laughs> you had to share Wait, it. Yeah. where did you sleep in? There was two, two double beds. Oh, okay. It was either it. one queen bed for all of us or two double beds. Oh, I was doing the did. downward dog in the <laughs> other one. <laughs> <laughs> you don't stretch in the morning? I'm just saying. Just It just took me by surprise to see you just sprawled out like that. Like, I haven't even had my coffee yet. I almost... <laughs> I mean, come Did on. you stretch in the Super 8? Yeah. I, I like have to stretch. I think Your I, I sleep in a ball. Your body is just unusual. So it's just yeah, like. Yeah, I'm long. Yeah, it's just a lot to watch. Like You, you didn't have to watch. You can't stretch quietly. Your you did it right in front of me. I will never forget it. I have a picture of it, in fact. So, I have so to yeah, photograph it. just that. wake up. Jack's just on his head. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, Jack talk, was like talking while he was asleep, too. You were That's talking to I me. I, I do that. Oh, so you, you were talking. You were Not to you. I just. Sleep talk. Yo, it was. Uh, you gotta be careful with that shit. Yeah, that, that, I, I, it spooked me out because I was like, "You do." Oh yeah. There's a Hulu documentary right now of a killer that killed somebody while he was sleepwalking, and there I haven't oh. watched it, but there's it's like a it could be potentially like a certifiable defense that like you truly don't know what you're capable of when you're in that state, and he could maybe get off on murder because wow. he was sleepwalking. I thought you meant more like you could spill secrets, but murdering uh, that's people what I meant too. For yeah. you when you're talking, but oh, it could okay. escalate. It could escalate. Close in stepbrothers when they start shoving everything in yep. like the oven and the, <laughs> the, the, the yep. purses, the pillows. Don't wake up a sleepwalker. Um, but yeah, the guy finally came through. Worked out in the room. I, I enjoy. I, I enjoy shacking up as well. Um, the fight was great. It was awesome to watch Abraham Supernova, Albany's own great fight, 10 rounds, and he won. It was awesome. And then I think afterwards, I mean, it was a Saturday night. It was packed. So, like, there was other, you know, there's no hotel, so it should have been packed. But it just confirmed everything I've ever known that casinos are just the worst place to be of all time. It's just the war. The, it's just an accumulation of my least favorite type of people all doing things they shouldn't be doing all in one place. And after the fight, we were there for like 10 minutes before we were like, you know what? Let's go back to the Super 8. <laughs> that food court was hitting, though. Not gonna food lie. is good. Food we got, we good. got food, and then we were like, I don't want to be here. Just like in Atlantic City, we like got back from the game ago. I'm going to go to the sports book. So, like, I must not be a favorite of yours. You know, I just, like, I went by myself. It's, just so. picture, like, 10,000 Brian's hanging there, out <laughs> in diapers. No. There are, no, no, no there, are, there are just, like, no, it is, like, a very degenerate place. Like, there's no windows, and it's, like, people are there for, like, hours on it. Like, it's crazy. But, like, I could never do that. I like a nice sports game. I'll sit there, have a beer, and have some, like, stranger come up to me and talk about, like, how much money they won or lost and if they want to like kill me or something. So. I always think it like makes people happy. Like when I see older people at the, you know, the, whatever you call it, the, what do you, do you think call- they're happy at the slot machines? Yeah. Kind of. No. Like I think older, like that's like their activity. They get out for the day. Maybe they go with the gal pal. Like I feel like I'm okay with that situation, but I like the ones like the MGM in Springfield is actually pretty cool. I don't gamble or anything, but they did just legalize it in Massachusetts as well. In time for gambling. the Super Bowl sports gambling, yeah. So it'll be a cool little road trip, Springfield. Yeah, cool. I won't be going <laughs> to one of was, Jack's least favorite places. It was it? No, it was cool though, because like, um, I know Jack is always trying to help, help, and like hook it up and stuff. So he got the Super Eight next to the hood. So like, the fact that he booked the Super Eight next to the hood was. was you cool. think he did that to help you? <laughs> he just it was all did for it. you, Drew. Yeah, it was all. Do for you remember you. what the hood was? You don't remember. It was the milk, the milk uh, oh, spot. Oh, literally. That's, 
<laughs> you didn't get the joke. No. You didn't get the joke. No. So oh. <laughs> the the hood, what I was referring oh, to was a milk. Was milk, and like there's a brand called Hood Milk. And did right. you know their their factory is right I did, there? I've seen it because really? I went out there for the same trip a couple years ago with you guys. It's like quite literally. It's it's like three football fields long and it's where they produce hood yeah, milk. So, yeah. so you were right next to the hood. Yeah, I so got he it. booked the go. Super 8 right next to the hood. Yeah, Good. Just for, for you, Drew. For me. Good. Well, I'm glad you guys got a two-bunsy road trip under your belt because I personally would like to see more of them in the future. I for think sure. we have the potential to do it. We have the bandwidth. We have the, you know, the resources. And I do think people genuinely like to see this kind of shit because mm -hmm. it is a little unfiltered. It's off the cuff. It's an adventure. And that's the kind of shit that we're going to remember that gets us out of the capital region and pushing our limits a little bit further and seeing who cares. Yeah. So. We got to take a team, a team trip for sure. All of us, we go somewhere local, like an hour, hour or something. I like, like it. You know? uh, well, we made one pit stop on the way home and uh, sparked up Something that's very near and dear to us, upstate diners, because we stopped in Herkimer. Did we stop? Oh, we, yeah, we stopped in Utica for a diner, um, and everything was packed. So we just kept going, ended up in Herkimer, and then there was this one diner, Otto's Empire Diner, something like that. And I remember uh, Jim from Nippertown had recommended it to me, so I'm like, you know what? Let's get upstate diners going again. It's something we did from, like, January to March, just highlighting all the diners around. And there was so much fanfare when we posted that, that I was shocked. I didn't think anybody gave two shits about this series, but people were like, upstate diners is back. Yes. And I, I think we got to get that back in motion. Nice. I love it. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love a good diner? If you like oh, skeevy dive yeah, bar yeah, type of shit, yeah, yeah. it doesn't really get better than a diner. Yeah, I love can. it too. Cause like the table's greasy, the tabletop, it's just greasy. Everything's just greasy there. It's just, it's perfect. So, you know, it's good food. And they give like a, you get like 20% off. Their like reward program was super good. Well, like, their prices were ridiculous. So I think it was kind of a scam. That's, I posted the menu and a lot of people were like, $11 for pancakes? Like, what's going on I noticed here? the coffee was expensive because that's the one thing that we used to baseline at all of our upstate diner reviews is the price of just a single cup of coffee. And I think it was like two seventy or something, whatever you posted. And that was the only number that stood out to me. But So I, I actually respect the, the, the business behind it, though, because you're really just giving the people locally the good deals. So the people that come one time, the people that come one time are just going to have to pay those prices on the menu. But everybody, once you check out that first time, you get that 20% off. And then every time after, I think it's just regular prices. You feel me? I mean, second to a casino, the diner is probably one of the most depressing places on earth because you just see the old single men whose wives have passed away that have to go there every single day because they don't know how to cook and they're going to pay whatever they have to pay for pancakes. And that's part of the charm of a diner. Is but just at least they're not actively harming themselves. I financially mean, pancakes yeah you 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 said something about not not wanting to take on this responsibility i know i thought i don't think diner food's that unhealthy you said you're going to end up on my 600 pound life if you restarted yeah, one this. or two we were going to two diners a week well, that was excessive oh. we were literally yeah, hitting but, two diners a week i mean if i have eggs and toast or something i feel good look at your metabolism it's because i stretch <laughs> oh let's not get started <laughs> Love it. I, so I did another one this weekend and I decided not to post it because I mean, I should, you guys should tell me if I should post it. Okay. It's a place and it's yeah, not because of the name. It. It's in Glens Falls and the diner's name is Poopies. Poopies? 
<laughs> I saw that on your on your personal poopies. poopies. It's called poopies. <laughs> what do they serve there? Shit. It's a diner. Great shit. Great shit. Great no, is that, they, is that the tagline? It no, better be. It should be though. Do they play into what? It, what is it? No, what do they do? It, it's from like the Italian name Papino, then it became a nickname Poopy. <laughs> is it P O P P I or Y? P O O P I E S, like poopies. Like multiple P-O-O-P-I-E-S. poopies. Yes. yes. Apostrophe. It's like poopies diner. Wow. Is apostrophe a piece of shit? Like, is that what? I'm <laughs> just a turd coming it's out. Just a turd. <laughs> Yo, that's wild. No, but this place is literally an American, like they, they advertise it, and it is an American dream. It was started in 1954, and it's two or three generations deep, all of the same family. And while I was there, the, the food is impeccable. Just everything you want from a diner when i was there it was almost a joke there was a mailman a priest <laughs> and jack sitting next to each other all in one diner Whoa. and i'm the only one who the only punchline i could think of is I'm, and i'm the only one who wanted to post to social media about it but it was it was just like it's truly like a, a home base for everyone in glens falls it's a great spot but they're like radically right wing they have a Trump shrine Whoa. in the corner, and like a signed thing from Trump. Damn. There's a picture that I find funny, but I know it'll be taken the wrong way. Elise Stefanik. She has a signed photo that says, Jerry, I love poopies. <laughs> Elise Stefanik. And it's just her headshot. And so I have all these pictures, and I'm just like, oh, is it worth the turmoil we're going to get for promoting this place? Because it's so innocent. Yeah, I, no, I think it's, I think it's, you should go for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's their beliefs. Like what? Like a diner. Uh, to me, the beauty of a diner and part of why we started this is like the diner is like a safe space. You know, it's where you go when you're hungover. It's where you go to recap the night with all of your buddies. It's where you go when you literally scratch in to get money to get a meal or whatever. Like it's just a no judgment zone. It's better than Planet Fitness. You know, it's just judgment free all day. So like if you're judging them for their beliefs and like, don't go to Chick-fil-A either. Like, I don't know. I guess so many people are there. And I think the main reason why you guys made the page though, diners are unique you know what i mean every single one has their thing so the fact that this is poopies it's that's their thing you know what i mean (laughs) yeah that's their thing you're right you can't change it what was the prices looking like was it great prices great prices great prices and another essential to a good diner is the staff i think Mm -hmm. goods it has to be older people i like like an older person to be serving at a diner yeah uh, I think people, I, th- I mean the guy. The guy cooks everything. It's the same guy. He owns it. Poopy's cooking. Po- po- poopy is back there slinging. He better wash his hands before he puts his foot <laughs> in your mouth. At least, <laughs> right. true. But he's calm, cool, and collected. He's cooking thirty people's meal all at once. He has wow. this huge griddle. That's it's the a, best part. Yeah, I know gotta, it's a phenomenal yeah, place. You gotta, you gotta do but that I just, I'm sure. like, I mean, when we post about like a Times Union story of Chick Fil A, we. Uh, Dozens of hate comments. So I'm like, I love oh. Chick Fil A, so I don't know what people. I would. mean, maybe you could post like a disclaimer, but again, like fuck, up. like people are always going to seek out the stuff that grinds their gears on uh, our page. And and one thing, people, it's food. People got to not put like the emotion into it. It's food. The person cooked good food, and if they believe in something you don't believe in, they still cook good food though. So even if they're not, you know, aligned to what, you, just buy the food or whatever. I don't see no problem in that. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Well, I recommend uh, a little staycation in Glens Falls if you're looking to get away. If you're if, and if you're missing hockey. Speaking of rowdy, I went to the Adirondack Thunder. 
I think it was more energetic than any Riverettes game I remember. Honestly, it was probably 70% full of the arena. Billy, we know Billy. He's the arena host. I mean, you've been crushing it as arena host. Just to see both of you guys out there bringing absolute great energy. It was a phenomenal experience up there. Um, when's your next game? Uh, February 18th. February 18th. That's, a, that's quite the gap. Yeah. Actually, I met – yeah, they only have nine home games. The season goes until, like, April. Yeah. I think their last home game is uh, lined up with the Empire. So, Love they're it. Saturday and then Empire Sunday. Um, but, yeah, it's just a cool experience. I think if you can get out there, go out. I actually gave two of my tickets away at the um, at the Golden Button Awards. I, I promised these two – Two people, my tickets. So the German girls, the German yeah, girls. Yeah, we know. Of course it was, you did, Brian. Brian. Oh yeah, of course you did. <laughs> Come on now. Nice. <laughs> we know it was. Well, you tell them to put me on the jumbotron for more than half a second this yes, time. Yes, they definitely need you on the jumbotron more. Maybe if they have a halftime game, I'll get you down there. But love it. Mostly, it's just like annoying little lacrosse teams. But uh, like they take a team and they're just wild kids. Yeah. They're not annoying. They're just wild, and they don't listen. We love should it. do our own halftime performance. You How could funny do it. Would that you could be? dance. No, like all of us, like Impractical Jokers type of shit. I, I would be too good at it. Ah, uh, there you go. I get to use your excuse for once. I will say I might have something up my sleeve with that soon. Ooh. So let's go. All right, well, we're done brainstorming on this show because I, I think we, we gave too much away, but I do want to talk about one thing coming up. What's coming up is brought to you by Empire Wine and Colony. Empire Wine is our new go-to liquor store because it's quite literally the coolest in the area. We just did a store tour there a few weeks ago, but if you haven't seen it, they've recently gone through some epic renovations and it is now an absolute experience there. They have pretty much everything you could ever need at the best prices in the area, so really there's no reason to go anywhere else. You can even order online for a quick, easy pickup if you don't like to peruse, or if you don't want to leave your house, they also offer cheap local delivery. Go to empirewine.com to learn more. We are. We will be at the... Winterfest. Adirondack Winter Carnival, I believe, is the Winter proper. Carnival. You will be doing one of the most unique assignments of all time. I don't even know if Drew knows what this is. He's gonna, his mind's going to be blown. When Are you, you going to tell me now to, a, to an outhouse race? An outhouse race? Speaking of poopies. What do you, <laughs> what do you think an outhouse <laughs> Yo, race is? Yo, y'all been making me laugh. <laughs> Yo. So what do I think about outhouses? Well, what do you think an outhouse race is? Outhouse race? Yeah. See who can use the outhouse the fastest? Who poops the fastest or something? No, that's at poopies. <laughs> so outhouse race are they are they gas powered outhouses? Close. More or less. Or you're sliding. You're sliding. The people that are pushing it no, it's, have it's gas. A, it's an obscure competition where you build an outhouse, put it on snowboards, and then people pull it. But there has to be one person inside acting like they're pooping and that's going to be Taylor the whole time. So we're going to we're going to build uh It's already uh, built. How, okay. All we right, just have to show up. She just needs to do her thing. She's got go. a great twisted tee uh, uh snowsuit and that's why we're there, but at the same time I, your face is in disbelief. I swear to god it's real. It's real. It's like when people um, like stereotype upstate New York, like I'm always like fuck you and then we went and we saw outhouse races happening and I'm like only in upstate New York. Like, I yep. get it. We, we deserve take that. It. And where does this happen at? Lake like, George, George. you want to come? Hell yeah, I want to come. Saturday. <laughs> because Saturday. afterwards, there's also a polar plunge. Oh, this is Jonah's, this is Jonah's thing right here. <laughs> Jonah's going to be in there filming someone who wants to participate. <sighs> Nose goes. 
I mean, let's go. No, <laughs> no way. Let's no go. way. You would do it? Let's go. All right. Uh, here's the other thing. It's going to okay, be. Wait, okay. Hold on. Hold on. I feel like I pulled a Brian right now. No costume. <laughs> no costume. You can wear whatever you want, but it is going to be below zero. So what happens to my body? Uh, uh, we don't know. We'll find out the hard way. I need insurance. The hard way. <laughs> we'll call just say, just say you're going to shrivel up. Okay. Shrinkage for sure. That's the least of your issues. But right, yeah, right. I mean, the polar plunges are tough even when it's 20 to 30 degrees out and it's literally going to be like Taylor was down for this, but it's going to be like the coldest day on record. Just ironically, after a very mild winter, we're going to have a below zero with wind chill. It could be like negative 30 and <laughs> a polar plunge is on the table if you want to step up, but no pressure. We Just did, think about the golden buttons. We did do. No, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. I'm obviously. I'm not gonna die. You know. I what think I mean? somebody's I mean, gotta yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll think, do it. I'll do it. I think we're already up there. We have the opportunity. Somebody's gotta do it. So, so I have to get ready by this Saturday. Yep. Oh yeah. So you should do a little practice. Yeah, Jonah. I don't Jonah. think I'm going to do it. I, I think I'm just going to have to go for Yeah, I don't think yeah. you want to know what that pain yeah, is. Yeah, I don't want. Yeah, I just need to know. Yep. So, um, all right. Yeah, I guess we'll talk later. All right. Yeah, we'll talk <laughs> later. Well, hopefully you're on the next episode of this show. Yeah, we'll see. In a few weeks, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. But thank you guys for tuning in to Behind the Buttons. Uh, come out to the bunker to join us for the Super Bowl, February 12th. Shout out to Sam Adams going a few buttons deep. We'll see you guys on the internet.